Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Radical Middle KC podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today. Can't wait to discuss today's topic. And as always, I hope and I pray that this helps you and me continue to look through the lens of the Radical Middle. Thank you. Okay, awesome. I just want to again welcome everybody to the official first Radical Middle KC podcast. Hey, wow. Insert cheers from the MIDI keyboard, claps, everything, excitement. I'm so glad you're here. And if I don't do it enough, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you again for joining. I am glad to see that you liked my voice enough to listen to it some more. Now, I want to just quickly reintroduce myself and what's going on here for those of you that did not listen to the introductory podcast. My name is Alan Bryant. I live here in Kansas City, Missouri, and I am here to talk about viewing life and viewing things and living life through the lens of the radical middle. Now, if you want to know more about that, listen to the previous podcast podcast and we'll kind of go from there. And for those of you that suffered through that, I apologize for all the ums and the uhs and the weird stops. Getting back into speaking takes a little bit of practice and hopefully as we progress through this, I'm going to get better and easier listening on your ears. I do also want to take a second to address something and to make a statement. I will do my best to never try and make this podcast or any of the episodes about politics, or use it as a platform to pr promote unnecessary propaganda. That being said, this podcast was in the works well before any of our current situations that are taking place right now. What is going on in the world is sad, and now more than ever, we need to be radical middles. I truly believe that now more than ever, we do need to be radical middles. Hopefully, these podcasts will help not only me, but all of us grow into better human beings. So we're going to take about the next, hopefully 15 to 20 minutes, to discuss some of what it looks like to use the lens of the radical middle. Today's episode is Being a Radical Middle, Getting Started. There's obviously many, many things that make us a radical middle, but I feel like this is most relevant to, to where we are right now. So think about it. Right now, you are listening to a podcast from a guy who has some experience with scripture, life, and other things, but this is still, I'm still giving you my opinion on a subject or an idea. There are so many platforms in today's world where, for example, Facebook, blogs, Twitter, YouTube, podcasts, where just about anyone that can use a cell phone or a computer can make their opinion known. With that being said, it seems more than ever there has been this imaginary line drawn forcing you to choose a side with almost every topic. From sports teams to pizza toppings, politics, religious beliefs, or 
If you're from here, your favorite Kansas City barbecue. If you'd like to know mine, you can message me in the comments or send me a private message and I'll fill you in on what my favorite is. So how then do you approach everything through the lens of a radical middle? With, with all this stuff, with all, <laughs> with everything going on, with everyone's opinion, with everyone's statements, how do you, how do you view things and how do you go about things through the lens of a radical middle? Sometimes it seems like there's, we are seemingly only given two options, like left or right, yes or no, agree or disagree. And if that's not good enough, when you don't pick, my favorite thing is when people say, if you don't choose a side, you chose the wrong side. And what that person really means is you chose the side of posing them. And that may not be your intention at all. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have a choice when you're a radical middle or that you have to be passive and cater and agree to whatever belief the other person has. Now, this episode or podcast is hopefully going to give you some tools to help you form a lens to view things the way you, and to respond to and react to opinions and also how to give them. So let's get a little biblical here. And just to note, if you just rolled your eyes uh, because I brought religion into this or the Bible, uh, please stick around and see how you feel after this episode. Now, I want to touch on something that will or already has probably happened to many of you while listening to this. You may not know it, but it is the first tool to helping you become a radical middle. The first tool in helping you look through the lens of the radical middle is offense. Now, offense by definition is an annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult or disregard for oneself or one's standard or principles. It's indignant. So it's just blatantly just causing offense. Now, offense is a tool God gives us for opportunity and an invitation to grow as a person. So offense is a tool God gives us for opportunity and invitation to grow as a person. Some of you may be offended that I just said that, but here are a couple of examples about what I mean by that. And I'm going to give you a couple of biblical examples that I feel fit this situation, as well as um, a personal example that, I, that I, I've experienced. And hopefully one of those two things resonates with you. Um, but in Mark chapter 10, verse 35 through 45, it says this, And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him, which is Jesus, and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left hand, in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or be baptized in the baptism which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or my left hand is not mine to grant, but it is for those whom it has been prepared. 
And when the ten heard it, and the ten being the other disciples, and when the ten heard it, they began to be indignant at James and John. They began to be offended at James and John. You know, how it must be for them to to hear somebody saying something that they just didn't agree with, or they were frustrated with, or they felt like, how could you have the nerve when all 12 of us are equal, sitting here asking to be at his right and left hand, what about the rest of us? They were offended. And Jesus called to them, called them to him and said to them, you know that those who are considered rulers of Gentiles lord it over them and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall be not so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Now, there's a lot of scriptures that and, and parables that Jesus uses in the Bible to where he kind of takes people's offense, you know, how it may be, and he sits there and he uses it as an opportunity for growth. He uses it as an opportunity to, to better themselves as human beings, to obviously to better themselves as disciples. The next one is Matthew 26, 6 through 10. This is a shorter one, but it just says, Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask, excuse me, alabaster flask, a very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at the table. And when the disciples saw it, they were again indignant, offended, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing for me. For you always will have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Now, again, these scriptures are just examples of how Jesus is using offense to teach a lesson. And it, it, it's the very same way that he does it with us. And the Holy Spirit will, he'll use the Holy Spirit to, to communicate that with us if we give it the opportunity and view offense the right way. So personal testimony for me is a while back when I first started going um, to the Vineyard Church up in Duluth, uh, I remember uh, Michael Gatlin, he had talked to his message and he had brushed on offense and how it was a gift um, and a tool to be used to help us grow. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing and that's what I took away from it. It may not be his exact words. So if he's listening, hey, thank you for listening. But I'm just kind of going with the point of the story here. So me and my wife were down in Canal Park, which is a little um, place down at the like edge of Lake Superior there. And we were just having some coffee and at the coffee shop and there was this guy out there with his family and had a big, huge sign screaming and yelling at everyone, telling them to turn or burn. They're going to hell. And he was just making a big ruckus. And I got so offended and so angry. And I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I went up and I went to the guy and... I started talking to him and we could both tell that we were a little, a little mad and a little frustrated. And right as I started talking, I, I stopped 
and I breathed, and I remembered what I had learned about offense. And, and as we were being in a little bit of conflict, I paused and I said, you know what? I learned this about offense today, and I feel like the Holy Spirit is trying to teach us something in this moment. And we had a great discussion, and he had to listen to my point of view, and I got to listen to his. And, you know, we prayed for each other, and we walked away and respected each other. And it was just a moment to, to go, oh my gosh, like, this really is true. Offense is a great tool when, it, when you respond to it in a healthy and life-giving way. So offense, when, when, you, when you listen to the Holy Spirit, and let's not even, you know, go on a biblical aspect of things, when you just pause and you breathe, and then you respond to things in a healthy way, in a life-giving way, it is a great tool in, in doing things in the lens of the radical middle. And that leads me to the second tool. And this one is great. Most people are going to love this one. The second tool is the ability to shut your mouth. Now, I know, I know, it, it is most people's gut instinct to instantly attack or defend a viewpoint when someone holds a different opinion. Believe me, I get it, especially if you are wired like me with a high justice meter, and my wife can attest to this, meaning that, you know, what is right is right and what's wrong is wrong, and so I'm going to fight for what's right. But see, after offense, whether in a fight with your spouse, an argument with a friend, or dealing with a troll on Facebook, and if you don't know what that is, look it up you'll you'll figure out what trolls are it's pretty funny but the next best step is to do what the scripture says in James 119 and that is to be slow to speak and quick to listen and slow to anger again it is to be slow to speak so shut your mouth <laughs> quick to listen and slow to anger now, if I didn't just save you thousands and thousands of dollars in marital counseling, I don't even know what I'm doing on here. Actually, I'm, I'm kidding. But seriously, shutting your mouth hole and opening your ear holes will help you gather a better response if, and I'm going to repeat this, it will help you gather a better response if one is even needed. It gives you time to think, to breathe, and to not instantly respond out of anger or malice. Again, it is okay to be angry when offended, but the Bible says to be angry and do not sin. That's Ephesians 4.26. So you can be angry. It's okay to have an emotion, but don't sin. And by being slow to anger, you're, you're helping yourself uh, avoid sinning whether it be physical or verbal, whether you, you know, hurt or harm something or someone, or you attack somebody's feelings or anything like that. And so, next, number three. The other part of that was open your ears. Be quick to listen. So, shutting your mouth. And then opening your ears, being quick to listen, actively listening. So I know for me, when I listen to people sometimes, if I don't agree with their viewpoint, I can just tone them out. 
drone. Uh, I grew up with three younger sisters. Believe me, I know how to drown out and tone out people talking and sounds. I get it. But actively listening is giving people your full attention, not interrupting. It is deferring judgment. It is responding appropriately after they're done talking. And it's getting clarity. You know, when you when you truly and actively listen, you can you can hear them talk and you can say, what I heard you say is this. Is that what you meant to say? And you can get more clarity on the situation and on the opinion and on the thought. And so you can keep things from getting escalated and keep yourself in check. The next and final step is volume. So with this, corny or not, volume speaks volumes. Keeping your cool and staying level-headed and maintaining a casual, comfortable volume adds great depth to your voice or opinion. It hopefully helps put a wet towel on the other person's need to be angry or offended, but also can help them truly hear what you're trying to say. Again, if anything needs to be said at all. So, keeping your cool, staying level-headed, with that, that volume in your voice and the tone in your voice, can help others truly hear what you have to say, if anything needs to be said at all. I'd like to quote what I heard uh, Craig Rochelle. Uh, he's a, an amazing uh, teacher on leadership, uh, and he's a pastor at Life Church. Um, he said this in one of his leadership podcasts, and paraphrasing again, but it says, just because they are the loudest does not mean they are the most. Now, you can use that in a lot of areas of life. At this moment in time, also past, present, future, just because you are the loudest verbally or physically does not for one second mean you are right or have the most people backing your viewpoint. So again, volumes speak volume. Just because you are the loudest does not mean you're right. Just because you're the loudest and jumping up and down and waving your arms does not mean that you're right and that most people believe that way you do. It doesn't get your point across any better. It does not help people truly hear what you are trying to say. So let's just recap here for a little bit. All right. Opinions. Everyone has them. And again, you might get offended at this, but everyone has them and is entitled to opinions. Because most of the time, they are based on feelings. And feelings are based on emotions. And everyone has emotions. Emotions are real. Emotions can never not be a real thing. So everyone has opinions and everyone is entitled to them. Now, not everyone's opinions are right or true, but being a radical middle is how you respond to those opinions. So, when you are a radical middle, again, the opinions may not be right or true, but how you respond to those opinions is what 
we're focusing on here. So again, tool number one, offense, is a God-given tool to help better us as human beings and become more of a radical middle. It helps us truly look at what we believe and become more rooted and knowledgeable in it and even open our eyes and our hearts to what God views as healthy and just and what he's trying to teach us. So offense is a tool that God gives us to better ourselves. Number two, shutting your mouth. Again, be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to anger. Number three, opening your ears, actively listening. And then number four, volume. Remember, volume speaks volumes. Just because you are the loudest does not make you the most right and does not usually help others truly hear you. So I want to thank everyone for listening today. I really, really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And let's enjoy life through the lens of the radical middle. Thank you, guys. Awesome. We did it. We made it through the first official episode of Radical Middle KC. I really, really appreciate you guys taking your time to listen and to learn and grow with me. I just am truly thankful. And also, if you guys would, please go to the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash radmidkc, R-A-D-M-I-D-K-C, and like the page, share the page with somebody that you think would enjoy this and benefit from it, uh, comment on the page, and as well as send me a message on, on what your thoughts are and any other subjects you would like to hear touched on in the future. Again, thank you, and I look forward to growing with you as through the lens of a radical middle. Thank you.